Not Just Football with Cam Hayward is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesar's Rewards. Must be 21 or older. Here we go with another episode of Not Just Football. As you know, I'm Cam Hayward. We are back. Got my dude Hayden here. Uh, we took a week off. We'll get to that later. But we got to talk about last night. And man, what an eventful game, wouldn't you say? Ah, uh, I mean, <laughs> my nerves, man. I The defense played great. You had to be extremely proud. Yeah. You know, I think starting off the game um, with a pick by Alex Highsmith, uh, running in the end zone, that's a great way to start. Uh, I told Alex during the game, I said, you keep catching them like that. They're just going to make you the cover outside linebacker. And you know TJ wants to rush every single time. So uh, when you do that, you only enhance the chances of you being the drop end, as we like to call it. But, uh, you know, besides that, you know, getting the, a touchdown by TJ as well. Um, man, you couldn't ask for more from those two guys. And I, I just thought the defense just kept battling back and forth the entire game. Was it perfect? No. But, you know, when you're in a game like that and a multitude of things are going on, you know, whether it's the rushing game or injuries or, um, you know, just the – there wasn't a fluid game. You know, it felt very choppy at times. And uh, I remember watching the first half because I was in the locker room. They weren't letting me on the field. Um, <laughs> and I was pretty annoyed by this, so I came out in the second half. But, um, you know, we uh, – it took forever in that first half. It felt like the longest first half, and there were just stops and starts, and no one really got into a rhythm uh, in that first half. Yeah, I mean, first off, Highsmith, dude can run with the football in his hands, man. I mean, he had to play running back in high school or something. I don't know if he played running back in high school. If you if you find some pictures of Alex Highsmith in high school, I don't think they put him at running back. Uh, but, you know, Alex played – I think he played DN in uh, in college. So – Man, he's really uh, just evolved in what he's doing right now. And um, I want to say, I don't think he had a touchdown on his, on his last interception. But, man, I just, you love the way Alex is playing. Um, you know, setting a good edge, um, had some good rushes. Um, you know, it's always a battle with Cleveland. Him going against Jedrick Willis. Um, and they just go back and forth, you know. Mike T says you're either the guy that they're trying to get rid of and you're you're building a pool or you're there. You're the guy they're running out of town. Um, and, you know, right now, Alex just signed a new contract, probably put it on an extension right now. So, you know, you got to like what Alex Highsmith is doing. Yeah, him and TJ together, I mean, might be the deadliest pass rush in the league duo. I mean, they they were unblockable last night. You have to consider that, um, you know, both guys have had double digit uh, career years um, uh, and you look at what. TJ did last night, you know, three, three sacks the, the week before, uh, a sack, uh, last night, um, a fumble recovery for a touchdown, setting the all time record for sacks. Um, that two headed monster you got on that outside, um, as an interior guy, you just want to make sure you push that middle, uh, and you flush those guys to him. Give some credit to the guys. Obviously, Minka left that game in, I think, the fourth quarter last night. How impressed were you with guys that had to step up and make plays late in that game without Minka on the field? Losing you and Minka is a huge loss for that defense. There, there, there were a multitude of things, whether it was my injury, Minka's injury. Uh, guys were just a little bit beat up. Um, I think, you know, you look at that game and you say that it could have went off the, the wheels pretty quickly. 
Uh, but that's a testament to the guys there uh, being locked in. You know, one one guy I want to give a lot of credit to uh, the start off that game was Larry Ogunjobi. I love the way he was just attacking. Uh, when he got his one-on-ones, he was winning uh, and just made it uncomfortable for Deshaun Watson to just sit back there and throw. Uh, you you know it's always a big game when you can play your former team or uh, you know two former teams, but uh, he he really took advantage of that opportunity and I thought he ate early. Um, and when a guy like that eats early, everybody eats around. Yeah, Lario was another guy that really stood out defensively to me last night. He was winning consistently and played both good against the pass and the run. Um, I, you mentioned injuries. Obviously we got to talk about Nick Chubb. I mean, that was just terrible. Uh, I definitely think it derailed Cleveland offensively. How different of a team are they? And what do you have to say about the Nick Chubb injury? Well, you know, I think when you look at Nick Chubb, he's an all pro player. Uh, and I don't think anyone went in that game thinking Nick Chubb was going to be out halfway through the game. Uh, it changed the complexion of that game. Uh, I don't think Minka was dirty in, in trying to make the tackle. I think it's just, it happened that way. Um, I, I, you can see there's been a lot of backlash to that, but, uh, Minka was trying to make a football play, man. It's, it's hard in our positions. It's not easy to make a tackle. Uh, but you know, Nick Chubb is, is a heck of a back. He's an all pro back. Um, I would say 30, 30 some odd teams would love to have a Nick Chubb on their team. And, um, you know, it changes the complexion. It, It makes them a more of a, different offense even though they were able to have some success running with the ball after mm-hmm. uh but nick is you know a three down back uh there's not a lot of guys that can do that so um you know i, I want to just say personally that you know nick we're thinking about you we hope you get healthy and uh we'll see you next year but it, it's tough to replace a guy like that um you know i i compare my injury to his just because um you want that opportunity to come back, but you know, in his situation, it's just tough to see a guy go down like that so quick. And he was playing great. I mean, yeah. there's no way around it. You guys were having a hard time stopping him and he, what they can do with him on the field. Like I said, it, it makes them a totally different team. I mean, it puts so much pressure. It takes so much pressure off Deshaun Watson that it just felt like they just were kind of out of sorts once that injury happened. Well, you know, I think everybody, he, he's the, the straw that stirs the drink. Uh, you know, I think you look at Nick Chubb in the games he does go, go over over a hundred. Uh, they have have a lot more success. This team is built around a guy like Nick Chubb. Uh, you think the Browns are probably going to have to find another way to win, but um, you know, it 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 takes a group. It takes a village. It's not just one guy that's going to be the savior to replace a guy like that. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do forward, but. Looking at Nick Chubb, you, you, you feel for the guy because you know how much he cares. You see the videos of him doing 600, 700, 800 on his back, squatting. But, uh, you know, looking at him now, uh, you just hope for a, a healthy recovery and, you know, to see him back out next year. Yeah, tough, tough break. I mean, obviously, they're a rival, but you hate to see a guy go down like that, especially a guy that good. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, we we got to talk about the offense um, didn't play great last night. If I'm, and I could say it, you don't yeah. have to say it. Don't worry. Um, there were reports of a fire Matt, Ch- Matt Canada chant. Did you hear that chant? And do you have anything to say to that? Fans are entitled to their opinion. Um, and we don't run from it. Uh, but I think the thing we all have to realize is it's a team game and not everybody's going to be perfect. Uh, you can't run away from the criticism. Um, we're paid handsomely, uh, to do this profession, 
and there's going to be naysayers uh, and people are going to have a say in what they want, um, what they expect. Uh, you know, you look at it the preseason, you say, oh, man, we had a lot of success. Uh, every time, you know, the one offense was out there, there was a touchdown being had. Um, going forward, you have to learn to expect the lumps, though. Um, there are going to be times where you have to grow. Um, I haven't I haven't made a season. I haven't been down on a season because of two games ever before. And I'm not going to start now. Um, you know, you have to learn to grow. Um, you can talk about any quarterback. They have to learn to grow, go through these ups and downs. Um, Tom Brady, um, you know, Ben Roethlisberger, for as great as he was, there were some hard times. There are going to be hard times. Like, I don't think anyone would shy away from that. Um, and it's not just on Kenny's plate. It's on the entire offense. Um, and I think we have to be honest with what we're doing. We have to be honest with what we're good at and honest with what we're not good at. Um, but, you know, you hear the chance and you're like, that's not happening. We just got to focus on just trying to get the W's. Uh, we did enough to get the W. Was it pretty? No. <laughs> and I repeat that, no. Uh, but, you know, going forward, uh, we cannot continue to keep making the same mistakes. I'd like to stop you there. I think if you ask a defensive player, that was a beautiful football game. I mean, the defense dominated that football game, I thought. You didn't think? I mean, two defensive touchdowns. I know you gave up some rushing yards. Yeah. 75 on the one big play, lost yeah. contained. But, <laughs> but, I mean, Cam, five sacks, two touchdowns, and you did your thing. I mean, and, and Watson didn't throw for a crazy amount of yards. So I thought defensively it was a great football game. So, you know, going in all my years in the pro, as a pro, we uh, Coach LeBro would always bring up uh, certain things we would want to accomplish. Um, and that's how we would check off our list. Uh, it'd be, did we give up over 100 yards rushing? No. <laughs> uh, did we give up 17 points or less? No. We get, Did you have three or more sacks? Yes. Um, what was it? 3.2 a carry or less. Oh, no. No. <laughs> and so as a defense, you can't get lulled asleep in just the wins. We're not going to apologize for winning, but we're going to learn from our wins. Um, there's stuff that we all can grow from. I, I just think we can sit up here and say we played a perfect game. And, yes, we got the W. Yes, we had turnovers and sacks, which can, which can change any type of game. But – if we talk about being a better team and growing from this, then we can't hide away from our warts. You know, we all have warts. We all have to continue to keep growing. Um, and, you know, I think that's that's part of being a pro and owning up to your mistakes. Uh, not just saying, oh, pat me on the back and say, I did a great job. You know, you guys got to do something, but I did a great job. It doesn't work like that. I would just say, though, you should at least get credit for the two touchdowns. So it should be like if they scored 21, you scored two defensive touchdowns. They only scored seven, in my opinion. But I, I hear what you're saying. Um, and one thing I do want to ask you about the offense and how much do football fans who are sitting in the stands and watching on TV not understand that there's two parts of this. There's execution of the game plan and then there's coaching, right? So how much does that matter to where we really don't know what we're watching as fans compared to what you guys know what you're watching? You be being honest on a defense, we have so many other things to worry about. Sometimes we don't know what the hell they're calling anyway. <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to get into the minutia of just like thinking, 
uh, man, this is a terrible call or, you know, whatever. I think it comes down to execution, um, holding out your fakes, uh, making sure you understand your reads, uh, good blocking, all that plays into, you know, the play calls. But, man, there's not a guy in that locker room that's not going to say we got to get better from this. Uh, and so you, you got to appreciate it. Um, and, you know, it's better to learn from wins than losses. I'll take that any day. Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns reward credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using code OMAHAFULL and then place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. You keep those winnings. But if you lose, you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and over only. Offer must be valid. Must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users and first $10 wage only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount or qualifying wager return only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to your account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. No one to stop before you start. Gambling problem? Arizona call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with the Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through the Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. Or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Um, all right, the hard part of the show. We got it. We got to address it. We took last week off. Yeah, uh, for a reason. I'm going to let you tell the fans why. What's going on with you? I have not heard a health update publicly from you, so okay. this should be a first. Yeah, I went on vacation. Um, you uh, know, yeah. I had to do PTR. some uh, plastic surgery. <laughs> 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 no, honestly, um, you know, I um, 
got injured in the 49ers game pretty early um, and tried to go back out there and really couldn't even do anything after that. Um, Hayden was actually up here for the game. And uh, after the game, we rushed over to the the <laughs> the doctors to get an MRI, uh, which took 45 minutes. Uh, and it was 45 minutes way too long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and found out that I had uh, um, tore some muscles. Um, and, you know, right now we're on a, at a point where, you know, I got weeks instead of year a year, uh, and I'm attacking it right now. Um, already, already off crutches after the first day. So, you know, the little things, being able to drive, huge. Uh, and, you know, going to keep knocking these things down. So uh, until my time has come to jump right back in there. All right. I got a few questions for you. Physically, <laughs> how are you feeling? How are you feeling physically? Physically. physically yes. um, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um, you know, being able to walk on the sideline, um, that was big for me mentally. But physically, um, you know, I'm upright. I'm walking around. Uh, just taking it one step at a time. I can't rush the process, but I'm make sure I do everything possible to push this thing forward. Um, I have family members that who think I should be taking my sweet time, excuse my language, but I got, I got work to do. So, um, hitting the rehab and just trying to get after it. All right. And I'd like to, for the record, I am one of those close friends who <laughs> listen, take your time, big man. But do you have a time frame that you're allowed to give people right now that you think you'll be out? No. Oh, okay. Is I'm that not, because I, you don't want to you don't want to cap it, or what? What is the reasoning behind this, or you just don't know yet? There's timetables out there, but I'm not the regular person. Um, every injury I've been a part of, um, I've been cleared earlier, so um, it's not going to stop me from working. And you know, timetables for other people, I make my own. Um, and I do want to ask on the play that it happened, give us a little bit of an idea of what happened and, and <laughs> is it, is it a, is it a, one of these situations where a lot of people are going down a grass turf issue here that possibly played in there? You guys have grass though, don't you? Yeah, we you have guys grass. have grass. Awesome. You're good. Matter. All right. Forget that. Forget that. Yeah. Um, you know, I think, uh, when I was doing it, um, I was doing a pass rush on the center, came across and, I was diving for the quarterback and I landed with my knees hitting first and then going out. Um, and I just felt like in the play, you can tell I'm wincing and trying to get up and I'm like, get up, get up, get up. I get up, get to the sideline. I knew something was wrong. I didn't feel right. Um, and so, you know, on the sideline, I'm trying to go, uh, I can move a little bit. Um, you know, people were even saying I was walking after the game, which I could, mm-hmm. but didn't stop me. I just can't, I couldn't play football. Uh, and I found out that I couldn't play football because I went in for another play and they ran a stretch to my side and I couldn't even put the brakes on it. <laughs> so I could tell something was not right. Um, and of course, 49ers tried to sprint to the ball in the next play because, you know, they knew I couldn't do it. So, I took a knee. I couldn't even come off the field on my, my own will in time. So, um, man, sucks not playing football, though. 
Man, I am glad you brought that that second play up when you came back in because I saw you come in and they ran like a, a stretch or a little sweep to your side and I watched you run. I'm like, oh no, man. They knew. They tested you the second you got back on that field. So kudos to the 49ers for that. They clearly yeah. knew what was going on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, the funny thing about it is uh, I thought I was going to get the MRI during the game. Uh, Mike T was like, if he's out of the game, let's just keep him till the end of the game. At least he can be there for the guys. And I was like, sure. Uh, so, you know, I, I watched from the sidelines and um, it, it broke my it, – it breaks me not being out there when things are going wrong and, you know, you can't really have a, a, a hand in the pile. But, uh, you know, it's up for other guys to step up. Uh, a GoPro on you last night in that first half would have been just fantastic. Well, the just first half, the first oh, half, I will say, um, I got clearance from the doctors, um, but there were some other people who didn't want me on the sideline because they just thought it was early. Um, head coach, trainer, you name it. They didn't want me on the sideline. Um, <laughs> so I'm in the locker room. I'm watching it. And guys, I don't like the way games are called <laughs> during the game, a game. Uh, it's what just, do you mean? Wait, what do you mean? What do you I'm mean? just not a big fan of like hearing people talk about the game. Um, they don't understand what's going on. It just feels very, you know, all over the place. Um, you know, one play in particular, we're talking about uh, the fumble uh, Deshaun Watson had, had. and on the call, it just sounds like, well, Deshaun Watson had the ball. And then I'm looking at him like, Larry's got the ball the entire time. Where where are they going with this? Um, and so, you know, you it, it sounds more like confusion from uh, the analyst perspective when you really just watch the game and you're like, oh, the ball got punched out. And he didn't recover it. And so um, I got pretty annoyed with that. And then just, you know, I don't do well not being on the sideline in general. So uh, I am not a happy camper when I'm on IR. So hopefully we can get out of this pretty quick. Yeah, hopefully. Um, well, so you don't like being on the sidelines. Are you going to be on the sidelines Sunday night? Yeah. Uh, after going <laughs> going back in the second half, uh, this was just a one-time thing. I will be on the, on the sideline from here on out. All right, so we can catch a show in Vegas this weekend. Me and you, since you're not playing, you can hang out Saturday night, right? No, I still got bed check. I'm doing bed check for all the guys. <laughs> oh, are you? Is that, is that your role now? Yeah, that's my role wow. now. Love it. Well, preview Sunday night for me. What are the Raiders? What do they got? How tough is it going to be a win out there for you guys? It's going to be it's going to be tough. You know, you're going on the road. Uh, we don't fare very well on the road, and hopefully we can change that. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting because I was thinking about it. Uh, this is our first time in their new uh, uh, stadium. Um, all those years back, we played – at the, you know, the Raiders old stadium, which was a piece of crap, if I'm being honest. It was a baseball field. Uh, you know, Boswell slipping to make a kick and missed it. Um, you know, there's been multiple times in that, that stadium that I've just hated it. Um, and so we have a new stadium. So I'm looking forward to that. But uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, he's healthy. Um, Josh Jacobs. You know, they, they got a pretty good offense. I know they dealt with some concussion things, and so we'll see what happens there uh, from the wide receiver's position. But, um, you know, it's going to be a tough matchup. Um, you know, the Raiders aren't going to lay down for anybody. Um, you know, you know, Josh McDaniels is going to have some really good schemes up front, especially in the run game. Uh, and then on defense, you look at Max Crosby. 
Um, that is the man. He is the Energizer's Bunny for that group. Uh, he gives maximum effort. He runs to the ball. I love the way he finishes. Um, if you could have 11 Max Crosbys on one team, you won a Super Bowl. Uh, you just love the way he plays, um, love the way he hustles. Um, he's accountable. Um, and, you know, he, he just – there's not a time where you see him that there's not two guys on him. He, he's got two guys on him, and you guys better block him because he will get through. And uh, it, it's going to be fun. Um, looking forward to that game, and hopefully we can come out with a W. Yeah, Crosby's a maniac. I mean, I even watching on quarterback, he was messing with Mahomes, punching him and stuff. That guy looks like he it sucks to play against him. Um, give me before we get out of here, give me your best Coliseum story. Uh, the Raiders old stadium. I know you got to have something where it was just terrible. The no cold, no hot water, no towels. Come on, give me something. Oh, I've heard total horror stories from that place. Well. I'm trying to – it literally feels like you're – like they're stuffing over 60 people into a trailer in the locker room. Like it, it, it's I, – I will not lie. It feels very tight in there. Um, and uh, you go onto that field, you warm up, and it's just dirt. It's nothing more. And it's not like – a football grass. It's baseball fields. It literally looks like you're playing on the sandlot. And, um, you know, <laughs> I remember it. I just come back to this Chris Boswell kick because, you know, we didn't have a lot of time. The offense comes in. I think Ben had been injured and came back in the game. And we're like, you know, I think I was with Hargrave and to it. And we're like, all right, we just got to go down the field real quick. AB gets a catch. They go, we we catch it, you know, and we're moving. We're like, we get this. We're going to go to overtime, I think. We needed it to go to overtime. And, you know, I remember one of the guys saying, like, I don't know, man, this field sucks. <laughs> and, you know, we're lining up for a field goal. Uh, and all as a as a blocker for the field goal, you don't look back. You never look back. That is the worst thing you can do. Um, you just wait for it to go through the uprights. Uh, and I just remember hearing the kick and I think it got kicked off of somebody, the ball bounced off of somebody. <laughs> and then I look back and Boswell slipped through and I'm like, yeah, of course that that's how it goes. Um, you know, besides that, you know, we had the Terrell Pryor game where, you know, he ran right up the middle and, um, you know, I guess they're more, they were more equipped at the time to play on that field, but and you can't make excuses, but, um, I'm glad that field is gone. Um, you know, it's cool to see the black hole. I, I thought that was really cool. You know, the Raiders got some really good fans. Um, you know, seeing the Raiders Steelers last year, um, was, was pretty special, but man, uh, that field, we can burn that. We can blow it up. We can do whatever we can. Um, but it's not even a grass versus grass versus turf thing. It's just um, a no field, a non field versus field at that point. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. 
Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Do you have anything on grass versus turf? I mean, I mentioned it earlier, but I forgot y'all have grass. But where do you stand on that? A lot of guys have been talking about it. Where do you stand on that? Man, you, you want to play on grass all the time. Um, you know, if I can recount uh, the stadiums you play that have the turf field, it's just, man, uh, when we go to – Cincinnati, that's one of the worst fields. You come off that field and your knees are just swollen uh, because it's just all the cutting that happens on it. It feels like you're running on pavement. Um, and, you know, when you when you dig in through grass, it comes up. When you dig, when you try to dig in through turf, it continues to slide. And so your foot is just stuck in the ground and you see these ACLs, it's just – it doesn't help the situation. You you look at the Giants and the Jets uh, stadium. That's always been a bad one. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't – I know we all play in different climates and stuff, but um, if Pittsburgh can do it in the snow, and I think Green Bay even has like a mixture of both. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, it, there, there's got to be some ways to really come to an agreement. Um, you know, in high school, everybody's like, let's just get a turf field. Uh, and then they get the turf field and then they have all the injuries not thinking of it. They just think it's better because you don't have to take care of it as much. But mm-hmm. uh, having grass definitely plays a factor. Only thing that sucks for us, we have to deal with the college teams that come mm-hmm. to play before because Pitt and, you know, the Steelers share a, a stadium. Um, and, you know, sometimes we get the high school games. So, you know, uh-huh. let's say we get a – a pit game here and they play on like a Thursday or, you know, the high school plays on a Thursday and then on a Friday or Saturday, you get the pit game and it, it rains. Um, if you're looking at that game on Sunday, man, everything is coming up. It's going to look more Brown than green when you go out there. So uh, the field conditions definitely change. Um, I'm always looking forward to the games in December because, you know, usually Pitt's not playing. Uh, there's no high school game. So uh, you really just want to clean that up and have a good field at the end of the season. Yeah, I was going to say, y'all's field has been subject to much discussion before right? because oh, there's yeah. just so many games played on it. It's nothing the groundskeepers can really do because mm-hmm. it's so much has been played on it. So, yeah, but I'm needed to hear the turf versus grass argument if it really affects defensive linemen the way it affects skill guys. Oh, it does. It does. Um the amount of movement back and forth, cutting back and forth. Um, and I'll just say this. I appreciate every one of our groundskeepers, um, <laughs> everybody that does that job, because it is not a easy job. Man, even in practice, these guys are running out there, beating the ground up, trying to get it flat again. Um, it's a it's something that they always have to work on. And, you know, it's not similar to, like, the Super Bowl, where, like, it's just slick all the time. It's just – there's no dirt. It's literally just – it's just mounds of dirt at that point. So uh, big kudos to those guys for always, you know, working towards it. Good save there. Very nice. Great save. Good save. Very nice. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much. This has been another episode of Not Just Football. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe and tell us what we can do. Uh, man, I'm getting excited for this Las Vegas game. And, you know, Hayden, you're going out there. Can get some content. 
Yeah, hoping so. Hoping so. So I'll be out there too. We'll definitely, hopefully, we can meet up Saturday night and do something. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward right. to it. Hopefully, we get the W um, and, you know, start stacking these things because mm-hmm. uh, once you can start stacking them, you get some uh, Victory Mondays and uh, make for better content, right? Much happier Cam. A much happier Cam. Much happier Cam. Yeah. Much happier. Yeah, you guys don't have to deal with all of it. but No, uh, they don't. <laughs> but thank you guys, and uh, we'll see you next time here on Not Just Football. Oh,